Good morning. It's September 6th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is Something is Wrong, and the piece you were listening to was Dangerous in the style of David Guetta and Sam Martin from High Frequency Karaoke. Something is radically wrong. The American church today accepts grace in theory, but denies it in practice. Personal responsibility has replaced personal response. We talk about acquiring virtue as if it were a skill. The emphasis is on what I do rather than what God is doing. Our scrambling for brownie points, our thrashing about trying to fix ourselves while hiding our pettiness and wallowing in guilt, our nauseating to God and a flat denial of the doctrine of grace. Something is radically wrong. Brennan Manning from the Ragamuffin Gospel. I attended a private prep school on scholarship. I worked hard to graduate at the top of my class. I attended Rice University on a National Merit Scholarship. I worked hard to get into medical school. I attended Baylor College of Medicine. I worked hard to graduate at the top of my class and then attend the residency program of my choice. I attended UCSF for my residency. I worked hard to become the administrative chief resident and then to be in a position to practice wherever I chose. I began practicing in Dallas, Texas, became involved in our local church, and I worked hard teaching Sunday school, singing in choir, serving as an usher, and getting on the board of elders at a young age. I even eventually attended seminary and strove to excel in every class. So what? So what? Do you see a pattern? Everything I did, I did in my own strength, striving to achieve, striving to earn each position so that I, others, and I dare say God, might respect me more and more. There's nothing wrong in striving to achieve per se, unless some portion of your motivation is improving your stature in the eyes of others, forgetting that for the Christian, everything we do is to be for the glory of God. And there is definitely something wrong when your desire to achieve confounds your faith, and you become convinced that more service, more Bible study, more quiet time, more mentoring, more teaching, more appointments, more anything will slowly build your righteousness to the point where you actually deserve what God has to offer. You will never achieve that righteousness, and you certainly will never deserve it. It took failures in parenting, failures in marriage, professional practice, and finally participation in first a grace-filled church and second a grace-filled seminary before I finally got the point of the ragamuffin gospel quoted above. The beauty of our faith, the central tenet of it really, is that God loves us immeasurably as his creation, even though we will never, ever deserve it. We will never be able to earn his love for the simple reason that we already have it. We will never achieve righteousness through piety, no matter how sincere and fervent. That's what it means to live under grace and not under the law. There has only been one sinless life lived, one person who kept the law, and allowing him to live in us, allowing ourselves to be clothed in his righteousness, is the only avenue back to a creator that we started denying right there in the garden. Salvation isn't for those who earn it. Salvation isn't for those good enough to get in. Salvation is a gift for all the ragamuffins like us, as Brennan Manning would say. All I achieved with my decades of striving, other than a skill with which to make a living, and perhaps help some people from time to time, was the final realization of my own failures. Once I started learning to allow the indwelling spirit to live through me, 
Once I started taking my dilemmas, my anguish, and even my joys, and laying them at the foot of the cross, well, then I experienced the freedom that Paul talks about in Galatians. If you don't feel like doing your Bible study tonight, don't. There are no demerits in God's eyes. He wants you to do your Bible study because he wants you to learn about him so your relationship with Christ can grow, not because you need to check it off your list. So if you are anywhere in your Christian walk and recognize yourself in the opening paragraphs, chill, dude. The physician comes for the sick, not the healthy. The great physician comes for the sinner, the downtrodden, the exhausted, the depressed, the failing, the ones who've given up. But remember, the sinner may just as easily be the proud, the successful, the self-concerned, the one who has a false sense of righteousness. Try to do this, love better, and have Christ help you through the Holy Spirit. Pray for help to love others, even people that make you mad, who you don't want to love. For some, you'll need to love by forgiving. Once you realize that freedom from your own guilt, shame, and fear have been given to you by the grace of God through faith in Christ, who forgave you, you'll find it much easier. Believe it or not, it can be fun because you feel better and better every day. Then suddenly, something is very right. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 2 Corinthians 3.17 So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. John 8.36 Live as free men, but do not use your freedom to cover up for evil. Live as servants of God. 1 Peter 2.16 Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that you saw fit to love us, to offer us eternal life in your presence, when we did and can do nothing whatsoever to deserve it. What a love is that. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow 